Hey everybody, welcome to our show, my podcast. You need to find your thing. See, all those people have a thing. What's my thing? That's for you to decide. That's not for me to determine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but is there something that I do Um, a lot? My eye twitches a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't really do that. Maybe you could make a beat. With your ums and us. That that could work. <laughs> no, not like that. Hey everybody, it's our podcast. Welcome. <laughs> or I guess it's my podcast. I'm but I'm here with my No, it's ours, as in It's Nine Hives. It, yeah. This is Nina Hive's podcast, and it's, it's called the In the Hive, and I'm really excited to be doing our first episode, and I have a special guest, my sister Kira. <laughs> the favorite. <laughs> and if you've followed me, like, at all, for any significant period of time, then you've probably seen Kira at one point or another. She's really been around since basically we started. I'm sales associate, charcuterie box. Assistant to the regional manager. Assistant to the regional manager, balloon arch extraordinaire. Facts. I even got a Santa one time. She held pumpkin <laughs> painting classes. Yeah, Santa. You've really been, like, did you do Easter with us? Yeah. Yeah, girls' nights. Kira on the freaking drinks. Kira at the register. Yeah. Half of the things I've done for you aren't even legal. (laughs) Facts. Facts. But I think there's like a a special clause when you're family. But it's fine. Family business. Kind of. I'm the CEO. uh, Aaliyah. Did I say that already? Who knows? We'll see in the playback. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm the CEO of Nina Hive. My name is Aaliyah. And my special guest is Kira. This is the first episode of In the Hive. In the Hive is kind of just a podcast about my life and my business and how I juggle the two and sometimes I juggle really well and then sometimes I drop the ball. I drop the ball. (laughs) 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 But I mean... I think that that's an important like part to share. Some things happened recently where I was just talking with Leo, my husband, and I told him, hey, if we're going to do this, if we're going to be in business, think about how many wins we've had this year. And I've always said like for every single win, there's 10 losses that I've faced. And, and sometimes like we're going to lose. Gambling and business are the same thing. So sometimes things don't work out (laughs) and I think that that should be talked about. That's really like the biggest reason that I want to do this because it's really easy to feel like you're alone in business when you don't. Especially you see everyone posting about how amazing they're doing. Yeah. And And I feel conscious. Like, I feel self-conscious about posting, like, when I do have wins. 
because I don't want anybody to think or like to give the impression that it just comes so easy because it really doesn't and I don't post my failures all the time but sometimes they're important to share like there's ones you can't talk about you know just like for legal reasons and other things (laughs) (laughs) but the ones that I can talk about I'm gonna talk about (laughs) yeah and honestly I mean if you're familiar with Nina Hive then I guess you probably know like there's just this community that's kind of formed around it and that's something that I've like always knew that I needed or wanted to be part of my business like this community but I wasn't expecting it to be like the way that it is and I think like my favorite part about the business like all around is just like I've met so many customers that have just become friends like they're not customers anymore they're like truly a part of the business I think like this episode it's really important that we just kind of address the elephant in the room right probably probably they're all wondering (laughs) (laughs) and uh, I haven't really spilled too much tea on my Instagram so I could promote my podcast so people would come and listen (laughs) and then maybe they'll like the podcast and they'll want to stay let's talk about Let's just talk about it. Yeah, that's what we were doing. Yeah, let's just talk about it. Do we start from the beginning of, like, Nina Hive? Delivery girl. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) Nina Hive, I thought about it my whole life. I knew that I was going to, that I was going to do it. It it was never, like, a forefront in my mind, though. It was like, I'm going to do a (laughs) podcast. I'm gonna do a podcast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna open a boutique, but it was never like, that's what I'm gonna do when I grow up. I, I wanted to do other things. I was like, I want to be an astronaut, but now like, um, I you would can't not go even to space. Do the gondolas at Disneyland. <laughs> They're so scary. <laughs> I could not go to space. I've talked about it with Leo like, in depth. He's like, I would absolutely go to space. Xenon could never. Protozoa could never. I would never go to space. That's so terrifying. Raven Simone could never. To just be out there? In space? Absolutely not. Technically, we are in space. Just out there in space. Okay, please don't talk about that. It gives me anxiety. It gives me... (laughs) the, The thought of space, like... When I was younger, I loved space. I was all about it. But as I've gotten older... It's gotten scary. It's scary. Yeah. (laughs) So, no astronaut. Um, I wanted to be an army medic. I don't know why. It was, like, seventh grade. Seventh grade. That's, like, when they really beat the army into you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're like, join the army! That's probably why, honestly. You're 13. You can make a life choice. Sign up for the National Guard. (laughs) For a yeah. great relate, you can get online. Go to the general. People <laughs> time. It's my money, and I want it now. Going to college, paid by the army. Education connection. Yeah. I also wanted to be like an OBGYN, and then I was like, I'm gonna be a midwife. Which 
I would totally do, but the sad thing is, it the emotion. Like I'm a cancer. What's your sign? I'm a cancer. Um, Body built. No. Not so much of an answer. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. Uh, that would be way too emotional for me. Same thing with, like, social worker. I studied anthropology in college. Um, Listen, I'm a Leo, and I couldn't even care after elders. Yeah, true. You could not. I, that was so rough. <laughs> and I'm like, I can show emotion. When we had a I fight and you had to go worse. get a different job. <laughs> Yeah. And then I cried at this old people. And I was like, okay, come back to work. I felt bad. You felt bad, but like low key. Needed you. You kind of needed me. So I wanted to be lots of things, right? But I always knew I'm going to open a boutique. And it, it like kind of went to the back of my head because I knew I wanted to open a storefront and all of the research that I had done like my whole life was like you need $60,000 and who's gonna give me $60,000? It's a day when I have 500 in my account. It's like the best day <laughs> you know so six sixty thousand dollars was just like mm. could never. No, I could never. So, I worked as a waitress. I did a lot of things. I did open a, a business. It it was never meant to be... What it was. What it was. You know? And it was what was supposed to bring me, like, a little bit of money. Turned into, like, something completely different. And... I was 20. I was 20. I was not ready. I learned a lot of things though. And I feel like like, that's definitely an episode, but not this one. That's like a, that's a heavy episode. That's like a, I'm going to cry during that episode, you know? Yeah. I need to like have a drink during that episode because, oh, that's a lot, but I would not change that. I would not change change any of it because I learned some hard freaking lessons that I needed to learn that I'm glad that I'm not learning now. I needed to have that and lose it for me to move to Nine Hive to kind of just get the confidence that I could like just do it with nothing. You know, because I started that first business with $60 as like a hobby and within a year I was doing like 10k a month by myself. I had you in the sweatshop. How old were you? Let's 10. I was yeah, I was probably 10 and I was learning to sew headbands. Mhm. You were teaching me how to screen print too. I do remember that. The octopus design. Yeah, I had you dyeing blankets. You're like, "Oh my I gosh, you. Kira, you want to do an art project?" Um on another note, I will be suing you for financial compensation <laughs> from my labor those years. Child labor. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I had to learn lessons during that time. And I'm happy that I did. And so when it came time for me to, like, decide after having Veda if I was going to go back to work or, like, 
do something else or do nothing, it was kind of like, oh, we have an extra $2,000 from our tax return or we're going to have an extra $2,000 from our tax return. And what should we do? It was kind of combined with the whole shutdown of the world at that time because the whole thing that was stopping you was the whole storefront issue. And when everything shut down, I feel like that definitely pushed you into it more because everyone was doing online. Yeah, but also, like, I had been thinking about it for a while beforehand, and I think I kind of took that as, like, my sign. But I started laying the groundwork for it, not aggressively, just kind of, like, passively, and, like, ordering samples of things and just kind of, like, messing with it, writing business plans and stuff. I did that in, like, January, February... December, January, February, March, and then April is really when I was like, all right, let's do this. I'm going to be home anyways. My husband's home. He's working from home. Like, let's get it. Let's do it. Time now. Which I think is like the opposite of what most people do. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh no, the whole world's shutting down. And I'm like, yep, the whole world's shutting down and I'm going to open a business. And I think that's like a lot of the, anytime anyone asks you, interviews and stuff they're like what was it like starting in the pandemic and it's always what they don't expect because I think so many small businesses shot off during that time because people were at home scrolling on their phones, scrolling on their phones and just discovered so many things that like people didn't realize were a thing and then since then people just remembered it yeah I do think that that helped a lot and then also like Everybody was at home, and I was. I took the time to build it up beforehand. Yeah. Like, I really took my time at the beginning. I didn't say, like, oh, I'm going to open a business and did it, like, in a week. Like, it was, like, months long of planning, making graphics, working on the website, getting it perfect, doing samples, product photos. Like, I was doing it for a long time, for months. Two poster boards and a camera. That's all we needed. Yeah super like I mean the beginning of nine and a half to think of where we are now versus where we were were in in June of 2020 where I was taking photos in my mom's garage like product photos with dollar general poster boards yeah dollar general poster boards one was white now we're coral so if you remember that era you're an OG you've been from the beginning (laughs) yeah the purple poster (laughs) boards right and then I needed like a space for the clothes and so and I mean I needed clothes so I think it was like two thousand dollars that I had left over we had this RV that we were like renovating because you were gonna live in it I was gonna live in it I was gonna live in it and then halfway through it was like this would be the perfect office and my husband's like so (laughs) we're not living it anymore and I'm like the business and he's like okay which I will say Having Leo's support for the business and, like, with the kids and stuff makes a world difference because it is so much dedication to, like, the business that not only I have to have, but, like, my family has to have, too. Yeah, so you're welcome. (laughs) I was actually talking about Leo. (laughs) chose it I was stuck with it yeah 
but he, like him support like him really being supportive but anyways he's always down to win next a window yeah <laughs> so we um set it up in there with like thrift store racks and i bought like clearance wholesale clothing from like the year before and really like made that work and then i was working in in that old rv off of a hot spot and i had like my printer my husband's oh my old gosh, laptop those lives the lives would cut out so bad yeah it was like terrible quality and yeah people were like they were hanging yeah. on they were loving it it was so fun it was fun i and part of me really misses that like the smaller community because it is harder as community gets bigger yeah but I mean I love that too it's just like it was so easy and simple and it's not simple anymore but we're going to talk about how it's evolved from simple to not simple I mean that's what the episode is and um so okay RV we opened June 19th 2020 and we had like almost a thousand dollars in sales that day and I remember I just sat there watching like I opened the website at six o'clock in the evening and I just sat there and watched the orders come in and most of them were like friends but there were some people that I didn't know that had just been following us like leading up to it and I just sat there and cried because I was like wow but then I was like okay that's just like most of my friends supporting me but then it kept going. And it's going to die. But it kept going. Yeah. Like, it it kept going. And I thought that it was going to be slower at the start. But it wasn't. It wasn't slow. I think We've, you had such a build-up to it, though. Like, you launched the website. You launched the I had Facebook the previews. Group, like, yeah. previews. But you I really had the time the to beginning. do that. Yeah. I don't have the time to do that as much anymore. Now it's just like, Lisa. we're at a new store. <laughs> Come on by. We pack these orders real quick. Crap, I got to post on Instagram. Crap, I got to do this. Crap, I got to do that. Let me run down to the county. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it, it just kept going. It kept going. And then we were, we couldn't fit into the RV anymore and then it was like living room it's gonna take up the whole living room and that's when I came along that is when you came along that's when I, I could no longer manage it myself <laughs> and then you got your driver's license and I was like hey you want a job that you can like and it was before I got my car so I was driving your car that's right that's right we had to add you to the this insurance giant one. truck <laughs> yeah old truck crappy truck because I was not doing like we were really poor <laughs> me still kind of my husband still poor but like we were really poor I mean he quit his job or he quit school and was just working as much as he could to try to help me with the kids and housing prices shot up and it just like went from bad to worse we were not doing great but yeah 
at that point, the business was doing just consistent, steady, manageable, but it was getting a little bit out of hand. And then that's when I was like, you're a job. And you stepped in and, and started doing and our deliveries with, for I us. I was a delivery. And then it turned into packing because you're not the best at packing. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm the great at it. I want to be so good at packing, but like. It's just not my... I can't wrap gifts. Let me know if you guys remember when the packaging orders looked so cute and I used to wrap them up and then tie them in craft paper before yeah, sending them dude, out in I the mailers. I literally can't. I try and it just looks terrible. We were taking all of our product photos. I, I was taking all of the product photos to that point. But then it, when things really started to get crazy, that fell off. And I know that you liked taking pictures of, you had a whole model call of. No, I love taking girls. photos. A lot of people don't know that I used to take photos like as my so side hustle. Hopefully, I have taken with some awesome photos. Taking some things back, I you can kind of take your brand ambassadors and do more than just, you know, oh, here's a code, do this and that. Like maybe you can kind of reel it in so that you can do those things that you like. Like you can plan a whole photo shoot with your brand ambassadors yeah where we can use pictures of things that we have coming in well another thing too is like it started to get to the point where like we couldn't keep things on the shelf like I couldn't keep things stocked (laughs) where like I would try to order things in advance and the store was just selling out of things and the racks were empty so I rushed things out onto the floor and then it was like gone and and that's kind of when the website was like doop and I cut the website for a while because I could not keep up keep up with the two and we weren't at the point that I could afford to like hire more help you know it it just it got to be a lot and um well backing up a little bit we didn't shut the website down until we opened the holiday store which the holiday store came to be about because we had run out of space at the house like we did a pop-up and then then we did a pop-up well no I was looking I I wanted a shed yeah that's right you wanted a shed (laughs) to lay out the orchards I had this idea to get a shed like a, a shed that I could just keep all my stuff in and then have like shopping day on Saturday that was my original plan. And I started looking, like seriously looking at sheds. And it just got like, it was like, do I really, by the time I pay $600 a month for to pay off this shed, how much are freaking commercial properties? How much is rent at a commercial property? Would it just be worth it to go and do that? And so I toured some places. I even toured... No, I didn't tour, but I drove past the consignment building. Right Uh, when they were, like, closing, too. Huh. I don't know exactly when they closed, but I do remember... They closed, like, a couple times before finally closing. They were like, oh, we're closed, and then they opened back up, and then they were like, oh, but, like, we're not going to open any accounts, because, like, we're not sure if we're going to stay open... So there was like a couple times where they were like going out of business. Never mind. Maybe this time. Which I so get. <laughs> I feel that. 
I relate to that so much. But I remember driving, like, me and Leo got in the car and we were driving around looking at places. We toured some places and we drove past that and I was like, gosh, the consignment store will always be there. But that would be the most perfect location, but it would need so much work. And we drove past it, but I told him, like, that's my dream spot. And there were other places that I knew that I loved, the Hillcrest Plaza being one, but I really wasn't sure if I was ready for that. So we did the pop-up at the mall, and then I did the holiday store at the mall, which <sighs> wasn't the best idea. However, I was just like really eager to get into a space. And man, we put that space up over night overnight we got the keys and i we opened the next day we got the keys that night yeah. and opened the next morning <laughs> and <clears throat> that was a really fun experience i don't regret that but i also like it really wasn't necessary it was hard at the mall and i think i was just expecting that it would be like an instant like we're in the mall right like we're gonna be busy no matter what we're gonna so not true <laughs> that's so not true oh my god. especially gosh. like in a corner like if you are going to that mall you are going for one specific store and that is it oh a hundred percent unless you're a child and then <laughs> like in hindsight i think that's the right word looking back now that i've really I have a lot of customer data and can look at my customers and who they are and and stuff like they're mostly women between 20 and 40 a lot of them are moms the majority of them are moms nobody wants to freaking get their kids out of the go car the and go into the mall <laughs> and just browse around and go to one specific store or like browse around and no, they're either going and getting something or they wanted to come to us, but I, it was just too much, too far of a, a stretch, too much of a hassle. Like at that point, you might as well get the stroller. You can't just carry the baby in. Like it's a whole thing. It did not work for us. And that's okay. I didn't learn that lesson the first time around, but that is fine. <laughs> Literally. Moving on. <laughs> um, Next we did. Up. Insight <laughs> to episode two. <coughs> no, no, no. <laughs> We're going to get to that. So then I was like, hey, this isn't really working out. We're, I would like be like praying that we would make $100 in sales a day so I could just like afford to pay you on the days that you worked like that was it like and then of course there were like expenses like buying like you have to replace the inventory that you sold and yeah. and <laughs> pay for internet and things like that but something told me that it wasn't like a bust it that just wasn't the right spot and that I needed to go somewhere else it's one of those things that like when you open a business you're not like People don't think, like, a location is what kind of makes or break what you're doing. 
And if you're in the wrong location but doing the right thing, it's still not going to work. Yeah. And also... And I think you're slowly coming to know that. No, for sure. And I think that location, like, just because it works for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like at the mall. I mean, there are businesses like boutiques that open that do amazing and but that's just not like where our customers go so I've learned that you know <laughs> like when <laughs> when um I looked at uh, I was looking at places recently and um a few months ago and uh I talked to this one lady that offer that tried to offer me the space next to Cigarette City on Calusa Highway and she was like, they do great. And I'm like, yeah, but that's... Good for them? <laughs> that's not it. Like, I... No, that's not it. Sorry, not it. So... Thank you, next. Yeah. Thank you, next. For real. So, <clears throat> something told me, let's go to the Hillcrest Plaza. I love the circle door. That that was one of the places that I toured the first time I toured spaces. And it was just, like, in my brain. Like, that's what I want. That's what I want. So I signed that lease, thought we were going to get that thing open really soon, but it took a lot longer. It took us like a month. Oh, they had to put floors in. It was a lot bigger than anything we had ever done overnight. Yeah. You wanted me to completely figure out a whole new technique of painting. And you did. (laughs) And you did. Um, How to get decorations and put things. More put decor, things together which a fixtures. lot of people i feel like a lot of people don't realize and they always everyone always asks where'd you get this thrift stores thrift stores are like tj maxx sizzle it <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah thrift like stores is where we get your like not so much anymore still sometimes but like all of our fixtures we've i or i bought some new some now yeah, we have new now, ones but, like, but at the beginning the first Two locations, even mostly the third, like... Thrifted. Thrifted. Yeah. Or hand-me-downs that we changed mm-hmm. in some way. But I think that's kind of, like, a lot of, like, there's things... I mean, we've had that half-circle desk in... Since the beginning, and that was our grandpa's desk, and I loved it growing up. And so to have that in the store is really important to me. And we have a lot of things like that, like things that are just really special to me there. And I think that that's part of the the draw is, is that it's really personal to me because it is, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I wouldn't say it was, like, busy as soon as we opened at the Hillcrest Plaza either. And seasonal could be it because I have learned also that there is, like, a trend for – most people, you would think the holidays would be really busy for us, but it's not at all. The holidays are our is like nine and a half dead during the holidays, and I it's because the majority of our customers are women like me, and I'm not buying for myself during the holidays. I have to buy for everybody else. Everyone. Like so, spending money on Mama that's on hold, and I see that with a lot of my customers and I was so scared the first year because we had regulars 
and then they disappeared off the face of the earth for like four months. And you were like, do they just not like me anymore? Oh, for sure. I was like, they hate <laughs> me. What I do what wrong? I do. You're such a cancer. And then, and then, and then they came back. And you're like, please never leave me again. Thank you. But they leave and, and they'll come back. Like it's just, it's just, it's just they're just hibernating for the winter. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Seriously. And nobody wants to get cute during the winter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nobody wants to freaking be dressed up. I'm wearing sweats. I've worn leggings every day for, like, the past month and a half. (coughs) So, it's whatever. But, the first tour, it wasn't a hit right away. That's when we started really doing events. I tried to do events at the holiday store, and literally... No one showed up. No one was interested. It Nobody was wanted a to do failure. Oh, 100%. It was like, hey, I'm at the mall and I can give you all of this space and I would love to have as many vendors as we can. And you don't have to pay anything to anybody. You don't need any licensing. Just please come out and let's do like an event and one person showed up and it was Michaela from the Burning Wick Candle Co. Yeah, let's talk Burning about Michaela. Let's Co. talk about Michaela Russell and Baby June. <laughs> and Baby June. <laughs> um let's see. So yeah, I I reached out to a ton of small businesses that left me on red or were like, mm, "No, sorry, I've never heard of you." Or some who <laughs> said they would come and never showed up. Yeah, that happened too. But Michaela came with her candles and I didn't even like candles. Like I've I, always loved candles, but I was not a candle person at all. Like I never had candles. Candles were not my jam. Um, usually because I would spend money on them and then they would be gone in a day and I would be like, What the heck? Or like they just didn't smell like how they did when you burned them like yeah. they didn't smell mm-hmm. how they're supposed to <laughs> yeah so Michaela gifted me a candle um I was gonna go buy from her and support her and and she gifted me a candle when she came to that pop-up and I burned it in the store literally the whole time we were there which was yeah. like almost too much and it smelled so good and, and it's my favorite scent it was the same now. candle and it I still have that candle, and there is still wax in it. Like, we burn it at the house sometimes. It's been over a year. <laughs> Part of me wants to keep it. So I, I love her candles, and it's become a full-blown addiction at this point. I have so many candles. I gift everybody candles all the time. And, I mean, just we've grown so much together, me and Michaela, and I think that's really cool. Our, our friend anniversary was in November and June, her daughter was born on our friend anniversary, which I think is really cute. But I and mean, you're gonna always remind that baby. Yeah, <laughs> it's not your birthday, June. It's, it's my friend anniversary. It's our friend anniversary. Stop taking the spotlight from us. <laughs> uh, no, but June is the sweetest. Seriously, the sweetest little peanut. I her love her so much. Like, uh huh. Oh my gosh, that baby yeah. is obsessed I'm obsessed but Michaela and I have grown a lot together I mean she's been a part of all of my events and I've been a part of her events we I've carried her in all of my stores and will continue to carry her in my stores and 
then she opened her candle shop right next to me at the Hillcrest Plaza and we got to just like hang out with each other every day for a long time and um just became really good friends and and then with her having the baby and it being her first and I've had uh, a lot of kids um it's just been really like fun to see her like become a mom so I'm super proud of her I had to tell her the other day like I'm so proud of you you're doing so good I texted her I was all (laughs) emotional but seriously like she's super impressive and even now I mean I'm taking this break right now which we will talk about here soon (laughs) but I'm taking this break and she's doing my pickups for me like she has all of my orders at her store and is Letting Which she people is pick so up. crazy for having her baby and then, like, three days later going to an event. Yeah. Well, she had events oh all the way up gosh. to her due date. But, you know what? When I was her age and had a baby, I was working like that, Cannot too. Cannot relate. No. <laughs> I mean, you had your daughter young, too. Same. Younger than both of us. But, yeah. I mean, I was, like, up and working after I had my first. So, I, I get it. She's she's crazy in in the best way love her um but yeah she's the only one that came and so go buy her candles because she just had a baby and they're really good <laughs> they're Cineberries really good. is my favorite Cineberries Christmas best morning holiday. Christmas morning is fire we actually did a candle collection with her too we've done so we much I, we got to I got to meet the mayor with her like I've gotten to do a lot of really fun things with Michaela we did good day Sacramento on the same day like um yeah pretty we, much everyone knows like you guys are anytime they contact you to ask about something or do something they always ask about her too like to you yeah <laughs> yeah we're two peas in a pod um which is funny because we are actually so different yeah. We are so different, but it it's, I, I like it. I love it. I, I'll always carry her candles and support her. Um, but yeah, talking about events, um, she was the first one that came to that. And then the second one, I think it was just like being at the Hillcrest Plaza and having been with Michaela. And then we had gotten a few more vendors over time in the store. Um, so we had them come out to this like first event at the Hillcrest Plaza and I was not expecting what it was at all like I thought it was gonna I was so I wanted to throw up that morning and I'm like that at every single event still the mornings of events I want to throw up because I just want it to be worth everybody's time I want everybody to do well it's kind of like when you throw a party and, like, you're just, like, talking yourself down. You're like, no one's going to show up. This is going to be terrible. I'm so scared. I'm so nervous. Please, people, show up. Like, And that literally, like, we're in Alabama right now. When I lived in Alabama as a teenager in high school, I would try to throw parties and nobody would show up. Like, I literally got alcohol and nobody showed up. Multiple times. So, I mean... We're not here to talk about your trauma. <laughs> We're here to talk about Nina. So no, but just like you know what I mean. I'm, I, I feel like that every time. But that event was so good, still intimate, but so 
good. I got to meet so many business owners really for the first time, like face to face, we were meeting people. And, um, cause at that point we were kind of gaining some type of, Hey, there's this place. Yeah. Yeah. And then I knew I wanted to do events like every single month. And, and so we started doing them. Um, so crazy. Then it was like spring fling in March, which was, was that indoor and outdoor? Yeah, it it was. I think so. Spring fling was indoor and outdoor. And, um. I think they kind of all were outdoor because even the ones that weren't full parking lot, we had people outside. Yeah, but we rented the indoor space too. And it, it was yeah. really good. Um, that's when we opened the store really big for the first time. It was like spring fling, stores open. And I remember the store got packed. And we were just like, what it the It started heck? getting like hot in there. And you're like, I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that was fun. We, we saw a lot of people. And then, then it was like people knew about the events after those first two ones. And... That's when it started to get, like, not as fun because there were a lot of vendors that were, like, really entitled, like, that I had yeah. never even met or spoken to before that were, like, I want into your event. Put me in your event. Like, very, like... Maybe I'll join this week. Give me all the information. You're, like, wait, like, there's a list. There's a there's a process. Please listen to me. We're full. There's a wait list. Like, it was really... <sighs> It was really, really stressful. It's, yeah, you just don't think about those things. Yeah, that event was, I mean, that's when events started to get, like, stressful. But I was still having fun. And then um, we did Easter at the Plaza, which was huge. Yeah. Ridiculous. Like, it was, like, really great small event, really good medium-sized event, and then it just blew up and I we saw like almost a thousand people that day I think and we did the Easter egg hunt Easter bunny was there we were slammed at our booth we did that all outside and I think people I, that was a lot of people were, would come up to me during the events and be like I just love this so much it's like to be able to get out and do something and be outside and bring the kids and just hang out for the day like it was really fun and just to get to talk to people, you know? Yeah. And then some stuff happened, which I won't even get into, but a lot of drama. I think anytime you have like something that's going really good for you, like success wise, there's going to be people that want to put their hand in the pot which that's when you know you're really making it. <laughs> um, and there's going to be people that want to take credit for the work that you're doing. And there's going to be people that want to see you fail and will do things to try and sabotage your success. And I did not expect that. I probably should have though, but what's your sign? You're such I'm a, a like a cloud nine of like. I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. I can't believe this is happening. That it's Everyone's like. Everyone's being so nice. I love this. I love this. I love this. That when I got stabbed in the back, multiple times, it was like, what the hell? Was not expecting it. 
left field. <laughs> and it happened like back boom, to back boom, to boom, back. Boom, 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 where it was just like snakes. And that sucks. That's, I had people like straight up rip off, like people that would come to me and ask me for help. Right? Like ask me how to like get their business legal and how to do this and how to do that. And, and I would sit and have coffee with them and share my plans and my thoughts and what I wanted to do. And then they would turn around, block me, never talk to me again, and do it. Just take my ideas and do it. And then be vindictive on top of it and do more. Lies, things that were never said, claiming to be like, oh my God. It makes me sick to think about that time. Because it was like such a high. And then like, I'm shocked. Oh no. My table was broken. Oh no, my community, it's broken. Like, it was like, damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I saying too much? No. (laughs) I just don't want to add too much commentary because I might say too much. (laughs) Yeah, but it, it wasn't just like one person or two people. It was like, there were a lot of things And then I was like, all right. But you live, you learn, you grow. Yeah. And then part of that caused (laughs) drama and all kinds of stuff. And again, I'm not even going to get into that for legal reasons too much. But I was like, okay, I have to make these smaller. These are getting out of hand. This is too much. I don't like vendors that are like demanding of me and feel entitled to me and my time and my... Which now Life there's and... kind of a groove to it. There's more rules. There's more things to kind of stray away from that. Because, like, people can totally tell. Like, customers can tell when something is going on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And part of Nine of Hive is that we don't like to keep you all out of the loop. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> we can't say certain things. <coughs> Even though we want to, and we know that you know we want to. Yeah. And it just can't be done. Yeah. We can't talk about it. NDAs. No, I've never signed an NDA, but just out of like, uh, we don't want to go there. Growing up. Yeah. (laughs) Out of being grown. Yeah. So, we said let's scale them back. And then, actually, that's when Nina Hive really... Like, because before we would do the events and they would be this big thing and we would be, like, in a part of it. But when we, like, tightened up a little bit on our circle, on who we allowed, we brought, we found out who was really strong, who was really, like, who really matched our aesthetic and our vibe and complemented our businesses and um, could really thrive with us, alongside us. Like, that's when we started to do better, too. And so sometimes I've learned, like, I might love a business, but if they don't align well, then they're not going to do good at the events. And Which not to say, like, you're like, oh my gosh, I would never. But, you know, you still support, but you're just not as yeah, involved. Yeah. Because just because, like, 
my customers have grown to expect a certain thing of me and that's just like me and genuinely like my vibe my aesthetic what I like people that are like me that understand them and and so that's kind of what's what's happened you know is I, I've gotten a little bit tighter on on my group um and I'm always down for like new people to come in and I always throw new people in but like yeah some sometimes it's not it's not fun to come out to something and to have people that don't do well because they don't fit everybody has a place though and I think that that that's, that's kind of like my idea for another um, thing of like business that when you go into it you're not expecting that like you kind of find your group of like yeah. this is where I fit this and is I where mean we've I'm done do like best. Like, um, when we did the, the brand shoot with Peachy Lemons Photography, um, and we had a bunch of girls come out that really weren't all in the same group. A lot of friendships were made, but still not necessarily, like, everybody knows what kind of, comp who compliments them, you know? And people do look at vendor lists and who's coming and, and base that on if if they're gonna come or not so it's just been like a, a freaking learning process but we did those small and then events it's been like a full learning within the balance of i need to focus this much on my website my socials and my events because there's there's been times where we're just killing it on the website because we're doing so much with it killing it on instagram because we're doing that we're just making buy because of the events yeah like finding the balance between all of it is hard is and i'm i'm struggling i struggle with it still like it's it's a lot because you think about planning an event like event planners that's a full and time thinking, job. like <laughs> normal companies have like full teams yeah for that one thing yeah and i can this, be good this, i can be good that. at all of these things like i know i'm good at all of these things but i can't Doing be good all at all of at them the at once time? difficult difficult and then I have a problem like I'm doing this but I'm not doing as much as I know that I could do and so then I jump into it and then one thing kind of lacks and then other things are lacking and then it's it's constant it's juggle yeah I'm constantly juggling all of the different things but I mean we did really good over the summer we had those small events what do we do girls night we pajama party along with workshops workshops was, was when we started thing. workshops which we saw a decline in people wanting to do workshops as we Around got closer the to the holidays and i think that that just again goes with like our our customers and so um june was actually pretty slow i remember aside from our events our workshops did good and we made money on workshop days but just in the store and I think that's like kids are out of school everybody's like let's go do summer things it's like the first yeah the first real week or oh my god my kids are out of school I don't know what town. to do <laughs> yeah and then July we started to increase a lot and then August we blew the freaking roof off it was insane which like there's so much stuff happens in August like you know, you have some people are still buying summery things. Some people are starting to kind of buy winter. Back to school is a Fall, huge thing. Yeah. Fall is a thing. Like, 
yeah it's kind of back into settling fall photos oh are happening yeah so i mean also at this time we <sighs> so i i got offered you know i was getting offered a lot of things it was a lot there was a lot happening I want you to do this, 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 this. Here's an interview. Here's this. Here's like, there was a lot going on. And I was offered a deal that I really didn't feel like I could refuse. Which was to open a store at the Chico Marketplace. And um, they approached me and just, again, it gave me truly like a, a really good deal. A super good deal. Um, and I put a lot of work into that store. We put a lot of work into that store. My husband, like, I still have glues on my the shoes. The family put Ugh. so much work into that store, and it was a lot, a lot. We did not have the money to hire people to do the work. We were doing it on a budget. Like, not just work, like labor. Yeah, labor to do labor and um. I was still like, we were really busy at the Yuba City store, but we made the Chico store freaking beautiful. Beautiful. And the first two weeks at Chico were, were really good when we opened. Um, it was the beginning of September. Yeah. Well, not just open. that. No, because the mall was busy. The mall it's was busy, still back to school too. and Yuba City was busy. Like, Chico, yeah, it, it, but it was like, because I talked to like surrounding businesses too, and they, they did really good the first two weeks of September, and so for me, like, <laughs> I don't know if I've said this already, but I've never worked retail in my life, and then everybody's customers are different, you know, and it's really like, just uncharted territory I don't know what I'm doing people always try to come to me with questions like that I like I know what I'm doing I don't know what I'm doing okay I google everything I have pulled all of this out of my ass <laughs> YouTube is my friend yeah YouTube, YouTube Google, Pinterest and Google is the trifecta to owning a small business <laughs> we're gonna yeah. write a how-to guide yeah, and, and those are the steps. It's that's it. That's it. That's the whole book. <laughs> it's on sale now for $75. <laughs> so it was it was, it was busy good. the first two weeks and we like sold damn near all of the inventory. And we're like, "Oh my gosh." And the store was empty. And so then me not knowing like the trend because this is like my first time having a store during the fall. And not only do I have one store, but I have two now, you know, I'm like, shit, I can't keep up with the pace. I, I need to order more inventory. So let's say we made $10,000, 15, eh, I would say between the, do I give actual numbers? No. Okay. <laughs> so let's just Cut. say. Let's say I made $10,000 in September, the first two weeks. 
And I'm like, okay, do I put money aside for all of these bills, payroll, rent, all of this, but I'm out of inventory and I need more. Like I, we sold through like $10,000 worth of inventory. Um, what do I do? So I turned and bought inventory because I, I'll, we'll just make the money again and I will pay this and, and then. And as a boutique owner? That's the worst thing you could do. That's the worst <laughs> idea I ever had. <laughs> yeah, because I was not ex- like I was not prepared for the downfall for the overnight dead season. It went from we had people like lines in the stores. In both stores, trying to check people out, lines for the dressing rooms, and I, if there were a few days in those first two weeks at Chico. Apparently, there's where, a group chat we don't know about. Where what? Everyone just decides today's the day. Yeah, no that we're gonna anything. go group chat. Yeah, that we're gonna go, and then oh, sorry, nobody, nobody go shopping at all today. But I mean, there were times those first two weeks in Chico where we we had four dressing rooms. And we had lines out to, like, the front of the store of people waiting for a dressing room. And so, yeah, I sold through all my inventory. It's crazy. It's popping. Let me turn around, take all of this money, and buy new inventory. And then, boom, dead. That's the worst idea you ever had. <laughs> yes, it died. Um, And then I wasn't making any money. And then it was like, well, crap, what do I do? Did I buy the wrong inventory? Let me buy some Which, more. again, thing people don't think about. Is, yeah, because are people, like, did I buy too much summer? Did I buy fall too early? Do I need more summer? So I think I at that point I, like, bought a mix. Like, I still bought some summer stuff, which was too late. Then I was, like, it, then we had just had too much inventory. And my bills, hello, are due. And we're not selling every single day. I'm like, please, 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 can we make some money? Um, so, crap, what do I do? I had to pay payroll from my husband's paycheck. Which is, I don't take a paycheck from Nine and Hive. So, I literally took all of our money. <laughs> like, because I had to pay payroll. Like, I had to pay my employees. I just deposited my check. <coughs> and it's gone. So sorry. Like, oh my gosh, what happened? <laughs> Did you see who pulled it out? Oh, me? Oh, it was me? That's so weird. We gotta talk. Listen. <laughs> yeah, so it was, <laughs> it was really hard. And then it just went downhill from there. I mean, it was like, let me, okay, let me try to cut hours, which then came with, like, customers, like, you're when not you open. open and it's like <laughs> I'm having to send my employees home every day because we can't be open without making any money we're not making any money and we weren't open like we didn't have enough to back two stores through that that time you know like we did make money in the summer I put a lot of money into things I put too much money into things. We didn't have any leftover <laughs> to get us through the slow time. And that's like a lesson that I had to learn. So I had to learn a really 
hard lesson. Um, and then it was like, let's cut hours. So then my customers are upset because the stores aren't open. And then my employees are not getting enough hours. But you pay payroll like, two, you know, a week after every every two weeks. And it's like for the week prior and the week before that. And so it's like by the time I cut hours, we were still, I still had to pay out another high payroll like two weeks like I, I had a really high pay period and, and we had cut the hours but we didn't cut them enough so then I had to cut it again but I'm paying for that two weeks later and it just so now you know I'm like oh crap okay we need to have it designated that during the slow times yeah during the slow times I have to have it like cut down hours we're gonna have to release hours every season slow season minimal hours busy season more hours but what comes with that which I really wasn't prepared for because I've never had like employees on payroll like legit employees before and I went from none to 10 in a month was like you know obviously they need hours and I feel bad because I don't want to cut their hours, so I'm trying to give them more than what I can handle, but at the same time, it's still not enough. So then they're like, oh, I got to find another job. I am I mean, all of them were, like, really sad to leave. I mean, there was only, like, two <laughs> out of the ten that were like, I got to find another job, but they were really sad to leave, but it just, like, I knew that I couldn't give them enough hours, and they're all, everybody's trying to survive, you know? And thank goodness you learned that. <laughs> but also, like, there's expenses that come with that. When you have people leave, now you have to train new people. And that's going to cost yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. That's going to cost you. And so then we're doing that. And then, I mean, really to add insult to injury, I wasn't able to be in the stores every single day because I, I have three children, but also I'm splitting my time between two stores. Two cities. Two completely different cities. And technically three if you want to add the website. Yeah. And but then you always add a fourth by doing an event. Instagram. And Instagram. <laughs> but it's just like there's there was so much. And now I'm like not seeing my family, you know, from the time we moved to Chico in August to now. December how many times have I cooked for my family and I love to cook for my family but how many times was I actually able to get home early enough and have like the time to go to the grocery store and to to cook for my family less than five I can only remember four that's terrible and also expensive for me because my husband doesn't get off till late. I'm <laughs> neither of us are done until seven o'clock. Now we have to door dash <laughs> to get some food in our bellies and in the kids. And it's just, no, I'm gaining weight. <laughs> I'm unhappy. I'm not getting the time with my kids that I want or need. I can't, do anything on the weekends the stores are suffering 
employees are doing whatever the hell they want, which happens when you're not consistent, consistent and there with them. And like, which if we're being real, real, like consistency has always kind of been a struggle with you. Oh yeah. Not consistent because it's hard to be consistent when you have when things are constantly changing. When things are constantly <laughs> changing and you have all of these things going on and it's just like, again, juggling. I'm juggling. And some balls are going to fall. We're going to drop the balls sometimes. Maybe a couple, maybe all of them. Who knows? Sometimes they get slippery. Yeah, it's too much, you know? And so then it's like, okay, financially, I am borrowing from Peter to pay Paul every day every day okay let me pay rent okay now it's time to pay internet oh shit it's already time to pay payroll let me pay payroll okay I I, we're low on inventory let me let me order more inventory oh dang it's time to pay payroll again like it just consistently slapping you in the face nonstop. and My face is like the, I've been breaking out so bad. I have like cystic stress acne. The worst it's ever been in my life. Again, I've gained weight because I'm not eating. I will literally go full days without eating and nothing but coffee in me. More days than not. Or again, I don't get to eat until 10 o'clock at night. When we door dash. When I door dash because I just am done finally. So it was a lot. And then, but I was still kind of like, I can do this. I'm going to push through this. I can do this. And I think a big turning point in me when I started to like really feel like I don't want to do this anymore. And like telling my husband every day, like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired. I wish I could just go back to how it was. I'm not having a good time is like knowing that I wasn't doing anything good. Like I was doing a half-assed job on every single thing because there just wasn't enough hours in the day. And I would tell him like, I'll get to work and work all the whole time I'm there and running around and, you know, on top of that, it was like, then like the opportunity to do something that you want to do comes up and you're like, I don't even want to do that anymore. Like, that's how, like, tired I am. I don't even want to do this, like, thing that I really want to do. Yeah. Whether it was, like, oh, we have a chance to do an event, or we, oh, this person wants to come do an interview, this person wants to do this. Yeah, like, or I'm, like, I'm not, I don't want to do this. This isn't fun for me. Oh, I'm going to do an interview for a magazine today. Like, I don't want to do this. And that's when I knew, like, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. I'm an addict. I'm addicted to this job. But, yeah. But then still, (laughs) like, I'm stubborn. So So I'm like, like, I'm I'm going to put my head down. I'm going to push through this. I'm going to push through this. And then I beefed up for Black Friday thinking, well, maybe being in the mall, I don't know. Which is such as far a weird as like the store, now. like yeah, it's so different than it used to be. It and was just like a cosmic switch of like. It was really cool. Fights and riots to see into 
nothing. Our Yuba City store have people like waiting for us to open yeah. on Black Friday. That was really cool. Obviously, like, I mean, we were only open like four hours there and they were busy the whole four hours. But Chico, it was dead on Black Friday. And, and not a fun time, if I may add. I worked that day. Yeah. Ooh. I took a nap in the dressing room. I had to take a like a fifteen minute power nap, and then I gave the worst interview I've ever given in my life on TV. It was terrible. It was horrible. Like <laughs> my husband cut a clip of me like deliriously laughing on television, and he just randomly plays it sometimes, and I get so mad because it's so bad. Yeah, it's so bad. And so I'm just like, okay, I'm burnt out. And then it's like, I can't, I can't pay all of these bills and I'm not having a, like, it got to the point where I'm like, I could probably figure this out, but I don't even want to, but I don't even want to like, um, because I'm just going to face the same thing next month. And, and what am I sacrificing? My, my family, (laughs) my sanity, but like my family, what am I missing in my kids' lives? What are... What am I not getting to do with them? Uh, I don't... I, there were times, like, I wanted to come go see my mom, and I can't because I'm tied between this and that, and I can't go on trips, take my kids camping, or, or do anything because I'm just, like, tied to these stores and work, and and I'm getting... I'm not getting any younger. I want to have one more baby. And it's been something that me and my husband have talked about a lot. Like, when can we do this? And I can't. The way that things were, like, I can't. There's no way. You know? I just want one more. He wants five. (laughs) He wants five more. (laughs) But just, you know, like, how long am I, how how much am I going to make my family suffer? What are we going to have to go without so that I can make sure that I'm paying these bills? Like, I don't want to do that. And and we still were doing good as far as, like, our sales hadn't dropped. They were still doing good, but our expenses increased ridiculously. More than doubled. Like, like times ten. Yeah. Everything just, Blew oh my gosh. And so it's like... You know, yeah, we're, like, getting all of these new customers and sales and stuff, but it's, like, I don't have the backup. You know, I started this with damn near nothing, and we've grown so fast in such a short period of time that, like, something's going to happen. And if one, and that's, like, this anxiety of, like, if one thing happens and I have to, like, file for insurance. Or, like, anything. It's it's over for me. Or if we don't make these sales, I cannot pay my employees this week. Like, how am I going to do this? I'm going to have to take out a loan. I'm going to have to do that. Like, and I could, f- I could have continued to push and figure it out, but it would have been my sanity. Gone. It was already out the door. <laughs> she was already, like... I right, am the head out. Yeah. <laughs> So I had like this moment and I called my friend 
And I was just like, I don't want to do this. I'm tired. I, I have this crazy idea. And I just feel like so much would be better. Like I'm not doing anything that I enjoy. Customers are giving the feedback that they miss me being in the store and that they miss things being the way that they used to be. And like, I don't want, my customers are nine a hive, you know? And if we're not doing right by them, then this isn't going to work. And so it's easy to get caught up and then lose the message. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't need a bunch of chains and yeah, this crazy, crazy like empire. I just, I just have really learned that that's not, I don't want to be this CEO with mobile. Yeah. That's like (laughs) attached to my phone and can never do anything with my kids and you know makes it difficult for my kids to just have like normal lives like that's not what I want I just want a modest comfortable community community, small town thing and and then again like also with with Chico there was so much theft yeah the energy was not the same And, and we met some really cool fun people in Chico like there are some amazing people that I know will like continue to support us um and we'll still do pop-ups and things in Chico but it just it wasn't the same I wasn't having a good time um and so I talked to my friend and just kind of had like this moment of like what if I just looking of everything in front of you for yeah once. stopping and just laying it all out and being I had like a total breakdown in my dressing room at the store I cried I I was just like a mess and then I just had this thought like I don't have to do this and then it was like I don't I don't have to do this this is my company I can do whatever I want Wow. Wow. <laughs> Light bulb. Like, holy crap. Hmm. Well, what if I just don't, don't do this? <laughs> what if I just go back to focusing on the things that make me happy so that I won't hate this business? And that was something that I learned with my last business. Um, and, you know, the failure of that was if you make yourself hate it, it's not worth it anymore. And I, Nina Hive is so personal to me. I don't want to hate it. I don't, I don't want to hate it or resent it. And so I had to stop. I, you know, in this like immense growth period was like, we need a, a bigger location. We need back rooms for shipping. We need all of these things that we just didn't have at our, first Yuba City location and and so it was like I needed to find a bigger space and I I a year after (laughs) down to the day a year November 1st I toured places November 1st 2020 looked around November 1st 2021 I signed the consignment store location on Plitness Street which I think was really cool manifestation 
bitches. Yeah, I manifested that. <laughs> it, 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 insane. And um, I really love my landlord there. He's great. Um, and has the same vision as me, which I, which is really important. Um, and In just everything. like typically cares about my, yeah, you have to work with people that are like aligned with you. And I've learned that like, and you can still support and love people and realize that, that they're in business, you know, your businesses don't align and that's fine. Um, but he, he really aligned with me on, on what I wanted. And he was like, you know, at the 11th hour before your signing, we had multiple people like come back and try to get the location. And then he was like, but it's yours. Like from the moment I met you, I knew this was yours. And, and I feel that too. And, and part of the reason of me like stepping back and looking at all of this is like, I don't want to fuck this up, you know? And the way that I'm going right now, like it's, this is not going to work. I need to put everything into this. This is what I want. This is, um, perfectly aligns with what I want for nine and a half. And I think that needed to click because I feel like for a minute there, you were trying to figure out what everyone else wanted. Oh, and for you were sure. trying to do what everyone else wanted. For sure. And then I talked to my husband about it, too. Because at first he was like, what? No, we put so much into the Chico store. When I told him, he was like, I, I can't. Do- no. Like, he had to walk away. Um, and then he came back and, and we talked about it. And that's when, you know, it came to, like, this was a learning experience for me. I don't consider this to be like a bad thing to have happened. I I needed to learn this and I, I prefer to have learned it now while it was still manageable and my losses are minimal. It was too far gone. (laughs) Yeah. Then, you know, where, yeah, we invested 10, 15, $20,000 into this store and it didn't work out, but what if it happened in five years when I could have invested half a million dollars into it and lost it because it didn't work, you yeah. know? So I was like, I, I consider this to be... A learning curve. <laughs> kind Almost a win because I learned it now at the best time. I learned that I don't want or need more than one location. And that if I want it to be the everything that I've dreamt of it being since I was a little girl, then I need I need to be on in it every day, full time. You know, like full time and loving it and enjoying it and and so I I'm really excited and we've got construction happening at the new store and some things that I'm working on, but I, I decided to take a little break for almost for two weeks, huh? It's kind of like a two week break, which is just insane to me. But so many of our customers and, you know, businesses that we work with have been so supportive of it. And I was scared of that too. 
like I was scared of doing this because I was worried that like they would be like oh but I think especially like our regulars people that have known you since they've seen me they're watching me crash they've seen it (laughs) and they're kind of they understand that it's like a this is a reset everyone needs a reset <laughs> yeah, but and no, I think like that's become more apparent for everyone. Well, I started to to notice too, like towards the end, you know, um, where customers were like genuinely expressing Are their concern okay? for me. <laughs> you're not looking so hot. Yeah, you you have like, you eaten today? Are you, are you... a little pale? <laughs> were you crying? <laughs> you guys are a little puffy. <laughs> Yeah, like, are are you sleeping? Are you are are you all right? Or where they would be like, mm-hmm. are you okay? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm fine. And they'd be like, are you no, really? You're not. <laughs> <laughs> or I just hope you're taking care of yourself. You know, like, and that's amazing. I. That's really it's really sweet. <laughs> Don't start crying. <laughs> yeah, oh no, gosh. it's it's really sweet. Um. To, to have that and and so I was I was scared but just to see like how everybody has been so supportive and then now to like be getting messages of people like thank you for for posting that and for like talking about it and not just pretending that everything is peachy keen <laughs> yeah because small business is Full of things. Yeah, it's a roller coaster of emotions. You are like on top of the world one minute and then it's like throwing you for eight loops in a corkscrew. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably all of the events I have a moment where at every single event that we've had where I like stop and look around and see what's around me and see what like, I've what the heck built. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, like, amazing, and I feel so good, and then it's, like, the next second, oh, my gosh, what if somebody gets hurt at this event, and what, you know, washing over me, and small business is anxiety 24-7. Thank God I have insurance. Um, (laughs) Highly recommend. That's a lesson I learned my first business, too. It's, like, that's the first thing I did. And that leads us into our first sponsor just kidding we're not that popular (laughs) (laughs) if you want to sponsor us betterhelp.com sponsor us we need therapists (laughs) spare change spare change does anybody got some spare change but yeah so and, and i've noticed like not i've noticed but i've had people like come up to me or message me and be like hey I'm so sorry to hear about this I'm so sorry to hear that you closed your Chico store and you're like please don't be I'm like I'm sorry I had it open for so long I'm sorry I opened it in the first place (laughs) it's fine and I don't think people expect that as much but like I said as soon as I made the decision the weight of the world fell off of my shoulders I could breathe again and I haven't I haven't breathed is that how you say that I haven't taken a breath I haven't taken a breath 
for a year. I I was stressed because my whole freaking family's moving to Alabama. Just moved to Alabama, and I'm like, Peace when out. am I gonna get the time <laughs> to go visit my grandparents? When am I ever gonna have the time to go visit my grandparents? Never, because I'm constantly doing this. So, like, I'm really I'm in a happy place where I'm at now. I'm excited to focus on this store and make it be the best that it can be and be there and be present and enjoy it be back with my regulars who know me <laughs> like me love me yeah the ones that love me and not people just like screaming at me because I won't accept the clothes that they wore to a party that party for a return like I'm tired <laughs> so I I've been taking yeah two weeks to just kind of like <sighs> breathe and I I wanted to make a podcast but I just never had the time there's so many things that I've been wanting to do that I've been having the time to do I'm working on our app which I hope to have released by New Year's hopefully I'm really excited um and to just like fall back in love with Nina Hive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to fall back in love with Nina Hive because I mean everything about it and if you don't know, you know, why it's named Nina Hive or whatever, I don't know if we'll ever touch on that, but you can read about it on our website. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah. www.shopninahive.com wide web. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, app, hopefully start taking our own photos, and I can't promise that all of this is going to happen because it's still a lot, you know, but, like, there's just things that I want to do that I would never have the time for if I was still doing this, and, um, yeah, getting back to what's important to me, what's important to our customers, focusing more on the community aspect of it that's really been neglected, and, um, I can't wait to open this new store. Oh my God. I'm so excited. It's going to be gorgeous. And the fact that it's like going back to its original, you know, I love the consignment store, but it looks nothing like the consignment store. It's completely different. It's yeah. back to its like, it was originally a pharmacy yeah. and like the high ceilings kicking it back. Do I, do I share about like, with the not style, with the not in this. That's Sorry, a whole this is a di- that's a different episode. If you want to learn more about the new store, come on back. <laughs> yeah, come on back. But because we need to kind of wrap this one up. Oh, it's time. Oh, Pretty yeah. soon. <laughs> this is gonna be like an hour and a half long. So everybody's gonna be surprised. It's gonna be so fun. Well, I guess you can't be that surprised because you could look in the windows. But please don't do that until it's ready. Otherwise, I'm, I'm, we're gonna have to paint them, and we don't want to do that. <laughs> all right well i think that's it for this episode and i hope that just kind of like talking about it gives you yeah an idea of of why we made this decision or why i made this decision and and hopefully if you're going through something too if you're owning a if you own a small business or really any aspect of your life where you're feeling like this is not serving you that you 
get that like strength to just say this isn't serving me anymore and let it go (laughs) and yeah it's normal it's normal we all go through it sis all right thank you so much for listening to episode one of in the hive and uh have a do you say like have a have a great week have a great week (laughs) (laughs) cue the music next time